What is up, Nerd Nation? It's your boy Hunter here from Film Nerd TV, and today we are doing episode 7 of Nerd News. I am joined by my co-host, Chant Ellison. How's it going, brother? Good, man. We have some... Uh, well, like always, we, we never have boring things to talk about. We always, we always have something interesting, which... Some that are... Well, we'll get into it. Let's get, let's get into these topics. Uh, these are going to be fun, man. These are going to be fun. You guys know how this works. Oh, we, yeah. go, we go over the topics and the news stories of everything nerd and film related. So, Chance, why don't you go and give us our first movie news topic? All right. So, uh, you know, the way this works, we go into uh, three. We have three major brands of, uh, you know, talking about. But uh, today, well, we start with, uh, you know, strag the stragglers, as we call it. So, uh, our first story uh, Taren, so uh, we talked earlier about this week about Tarantino doing a Star Trek movie. Well, uh, we got some new, we got some more front on that. Uh, apparently, Star Trek will be rated R. Uh, all right, Hunter, what do you, what do you got to say about this? Um, kind of not surprising news. I've never seen Tarantino make anything less than rated R movies. Gets me. Wondering right. how in the hell would you do a radar Star Trek movie, and will the studio even allow him to do it? But power. I mean, if it does, and this happens, this is gonna be badass, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we we said last week if we're gonna, you're gonna have Samuel Jackson in this, they gotta have him as a as, for, as Picard. Now nah, he's, he's probably gonna be a Klingon. Cling on, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Cling on, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, this is this is this is interesting. That's the best way to use graphics. It's just interesting. I never thought I'd see the day where we're talking about a raid R Star Trek movie directed by Quentin Tarantino. No, never. Uh, I I really want to see it. I think it, I, I I'm so intrigued by this that I have to see it come to reality. Oh, I do too, man. I want this to be like, like official. Like we get a Quentin Tarantino rated R Star Trek movie. Who in their right mind would think I would ever be saying those words in that order? No one. Who 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 could say who could say no to this? Like <laughs> probably the studio because of uh, studio meddling, but right. But I I I think. If there's anybody that can get creative freedom, it's Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, without doubt. Uh, so yeah, we're both All excited right. for this topic. Um, so why don't we go on to another one? All right, uh, our next piece of news: uh, we had a little trailer drop. The trailer for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. This, of course, is the follow-up to uh, 2015's Jurassic World, which was directed by Colin Trevorrow. Uh, this one's actually not him. He's not returning to direct this one. This will be directed by J.A. Bayona on A Monster Calls and uh, The Impossible. Very talented dude. Uh, I'll get my thoughts on this trailer. I thought this trailer was, I thought it was good. I thought this is a very different direction than for Jurassic Park than we've ever seen it go before. Uh, as someone who, I, I love the original Jurassic Park, I thought two and three were, they're bad, I'll say it. And yeah, I thought Jurassic World. I thought Jurassic World was a fun movie. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have doesn't capture the original spirit of Jurassic Park. It really never tries to. It tries to be just a fun kind of B-ish movie. Uh, and so, and you know, in some aspects it succeeds, in some aspects it fails. But that's 
you know, it's how it goes. I feel like this, they're trying to tackle some issues that Jurassic Park movie has not tackled yet. And they, the director, Jay Bayona, he's even, he's even said that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this movie. And I think, I thought the trailer was, I, it didn't blow me, it didn't blow my socks off or anything, but I, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. And, um, see, when I watched this trailer, like, I enjoyed it. You know, cool visuals. I, like always, you know, the visuals of the dinosaurs in the world just looks incredible. But I do think in this teaser trailer, they showed more than they needed to. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can see how that. I can see that, but really, it's nothing that we didn't know was going to happen in this movie already. Like we know the T, like the first one, they they kept the T Rex in secret. They didn't have they didn't have him yet. They didn't have her, her yet because they're all they're all females. They didn't. Yeah. They, but like we know we know the T Rex is going to be in this movie, so there's no point. In, there's no point in hiding her. I mean, I, I don't I don't feel they showed too much. I mean, for a teaser trailer, I feel like they Personally. showed a little too much, especially with, you know, you see um, Chris Pratt's character escaping, what is it, like a volcano or something, part of the trailer? Yeah, something it like It shows that. him escape, and then, like, that would have been a good, like, tension-filled moment in the movie to see, but now I'm just like, well, in the teaser trailer, you're, you pretty much just show that he's going to escape. I mean, I enjoyed the trailer. I mean, it looked really nice and like you know all the dinosaur battles that we saw and like the uh, velociraptors are back you know i enjoy this trailer i just feel like at points it showed a little too much especially for a teaser trailer now if this was like you know a full-length official trailer then yeah but you know if you're if this is your first trailer make it about 90 minutes to like maybe two minutes if you're trying to push it but you know, try to keep some of the secrets that you have, you know, close quarters. Yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel like, you know, because saying the truth about the Jurassic Park movies, we've always had really solid marketing campaigns. I feel like I'm really curious, I'm really curious to go see what they're not showing us. And, all, and you know. Yeah. We're going to keep things like this close to the chest. I, I could be coming back here in six months and saying, yeah, they showed way too much in that trailer. But as of right now, I don't think it was yeah. enough. The trailer didn't. This trailer blew me away. This this didn't, but I, that doesn't mean it was bad. It was just, it was just good. Yeah, that's all yeah. I can say about it. It was a good one. Okay. All right, on to the next story. So uh, this is a story about involving the news about a film that one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Um, apparently Sony is kicking around the idea of a Baby Driver sequel with Edgar Wright returning to write and direct Hunter what do you say about this Baby Driver is definitely in my top 10 favorite movies of the year I absolutely enjoy this movie it's some movie I can go back and rewatch over and over and over again one thing I have is how the hell are you going to do a sequel because at the end I Baby Maybe was done with yeah. that. So I don't see how you're going to... I mean, it's possible, but I hope they don't do, do what most sequels do. It's like, oh, he's coming out of retirement for one more job, and then it's like... One last ride. <laughs> one last ride, yes. I don't want to see that. The the movie standalone by itself, and it was a good standalone movie. It was beginning, end, it was over. Baby was done with this one mission that he, 
he had to do. He's free. A sequel I'm excited for because I love the first one. And I'll definitely be seeing it in theaters. But question is, where are you going to go from the first one? Right, and yeah, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by this piece because if this is something Edgar Wright wants to do, Edgar Wright is someone I trust as a creator immensely. I've I've, I've loved every film he's put out to date. I don't think he's made a bad movie yet. And yeah, like I said, Baby Driver is one of my favorites of the year so far. Yeah, I say roll with it. I don't want I don't want them to do this just because Baby Driver made a lot of money. It was a big surprise hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have, if you have an idea with a story, please don't. Yeah, don't make it the. He's got to go on one last. Oh. He gets hit. Over the Fast and the Furious. Yep. Dude, that'd be awesome. A baby driver Fast and Furious crossover. Baby Furious. Baby Furious. <laughs> Oh, God. oh my god, no. Please don't. I love both franchises. They wouldn't work together. But like, no, yeah. they would not. If Edgar Wright has a plant and he's he's passionate about this project, this is something that he wants to do, not, not something that the studios are forcing him to do, then yes, give us a, another great movie. But if not, leave us with this one great movie. Because if you try to muddle it, and you try to make sequels, it becomes just like the Jurassic Park movies. First one was fantastic. Yeah. Two sucks. I don't want to see that with Baby Driver because I love this movie. You're, you're totally right. Like, do this for story reasons, not for money reasons. That's all we're saying. Mm-hmm. All right. So on to our next story, and one that makes me just want to throw my head through a wall. Uh, so uh, sadly, sadly, there's a Detective Pikachu movie. Del, Del, put your put your ha- put your goddamn hands down. This is not good. You put your hands me. down. Computer, kick your ass. All right. So uh, the movie, gotta hate those words, uh, is coming out, and they just cast the lead. They had just cast the voice of Pikachu, which will be, for reasons I can't freaking explain, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds will be voicing Detective Pikachu. Yeah, okay. Let me go first. Um, I'm, I'm puzzled by this. Like, seems like, this seems like a paycheck job. Thing is, it's Ryan Reynolds. He's not aching for a paycheck. He has Deadpool with a sequel coming out, which were a big hit, which was a big hit and will be a big hit in the future. Hitman's Bodyguard, which which surprised a lot of people. Like, why he's doing this? It doesn't make any sense. The script was incredible. Lies. I don't believe you. <laughs> like, oh, come like, on. Like, I'll say this. I I am not I I hate I don't like Pokemon. I think it's dumb. I think it's... Yeah, you heard me. I think Pokemon is stupid. <laughs> I'm a fan of it. I, I ser- I'm I, seriously gonna... You're gonna have to drive kicking and screaming for this movie. Ryan Reynolds, look, if, if this is... If this is a genuinely good movie, I don't think it will be, but if it is, I will... I will come I will come on here, and I will... I will, yeah. Be prepared to come on here and, and say that Pokemon rocks. 
Yeah, no, you, okay, I'll tell you what. If Pokemon movie is good, I will do a 12-hour live stream of me watching the show. Yes! <laughs> Make that bet right now. If, if, Pokemon, if Pokemon movie comes out and it is good, if it gets a fresh rating Rotten Tomatoes, I will come I will come and do a live stream of me watching Pokemon as of right okay, now. Okay, 60% or higher, so it makes a 61%. It's fresh. What? Fine, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I said on the internet, I can't, I can't take that back now. No, you cannot. So, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I think, I think this is, I think this is stupid, but like, also, you look at the talent they want for this movie, they were in talks, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Hugh Jackman, what, what, what is in this script that you have gold, that you think you can gold. get? The Pikachu gold. And you did get one of these actors. <laughs> Oh my god! Like this, this is like I, I swear, like my my sis, like my sister, my little sister, she can't stand Pokemon either. Probably, probably more than I, probably more than me. She like she hates Pokemon, like with a passion. <laughs> see her, I, like she's gonna avoid be like the plague. She's not gonna want to see. It. She's not gonna talk about it. She will likely burn down a theater showing this movie. <laughs> That's my thoughts on this, uh, Hunter. What do you think about Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu? This is the greatest decision ever made by any actor ever. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's it. This, this is my last episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, stay alone forever, myself. Now, um, I, I am a huge fan of the Pokemon franchise. Um, Detective Pikachu, I'm not sure what to feel about the movie, but Ryan Reynolds is a great actor. And what do we always say, Chance? Nothing wrong with adding great talent. <laughs> Never a mistake to add talent, even when the talent is being seemingly wasted in a bullshit movie. We don't know it's going to be a, a bullshit movie, though. It could it be comes. really good, and I'm hoping it's really good. Being a Pokemon yeah, fan like, and a Ryan Reynolds fan, I want this movie to be fantastic. I'm yeah, excited I, I, for it. I'm cautious for it, but... Ugh, yeah, this uh, this sounds uh, this sounds absolutely stupid. But hey, it, it might be good. And yeah, that bet stands. If if it comes out and it's good, I will do a twelve hour live stream of me watching the cartoon. Which, ugh, gotta gotta help out to do that. All right, moving on. Uh, another trailer we had dropped. This one's actually based on another Japanese property. Oh, segue, nice. All right, uh, we had a trailer drop for Alita: Battle Angel. Movie is based on the, I think I think the manga is called Battle Angel Alita. Battle Angel, yep. The anime was called, I think, it was just called Battle Angel. Yeah. The anime. Yeah, the movie's uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, which yeah. I think is the one of the bigger scale projects he's done in the past couple of years. Yeah. And also has a fantastic cast. I mean, Chris Christoph Waltz is in this. Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly. Mahershala Ali is so many. Ed Screen. His first name, by the way. What'd you say? Uh, Ali. You butchered his oh, first name. Oh, Mahershala Ali. I'm not even going to try to say his first name. Mahershala. I, I said it right. Is it? Yes, yeah, Mahershala Ali. Oh, Jackie or Haley and Screen are in this movie also, but. Really? Uh, the trailer. Yeah, uh, the trailer for this movie looks interesting. It look. It, okay, this this kind of, this is kind of gonna sound like a uh, 
going to sound like a dig, but it reminds me of Ghost in the Shell. Didn't like this looks like this is like Ghost in the Shell, but more interesting. Like I'm more interested in seeing that this than I ever was in seeing Ghost in the Shell. That hurt, Chance. That hurt. I think it's a bold choice to have the main character be a be motion capture. Once you get over that, I think it's a pretty enjoyable trailer. Uh, I I didn't have a lot of interest in this movie. Now I'm really curious. So uh, Hunter, what do you got to say about the Elite, well, the Battle Angel trailer? I didn't really watch the, you know, that anime, but from the trailer, huh? Oh, you know I didn't. Yeah, I know you didn't, but, you know, that's not one of the animes that really caught my eye. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never really sat down and watched it. Um, Look at this trailer. There was one part in the trailer, and I'm, I know I'm kind of being negative on this part, but it really stuck with me, so I'm going to say this one part that, Completely sounded so sappy Twilight shit. Where she's like, "Oh, I, I do uh, anything for you. I'd give you my heart." Like, but that was good. then she's like, "Hold," he's like literally holding her heart. I thought I felt like that was just a joke. I don't know. She sounded dead serious, but I mean, that was a joke. Good job. But if it's that sappy shit, come on. We'll have, to see what the con we'll have to see what's in the context of the movie. Yeah, but th that line just sounds so weird to me and it's stuck in my head. But um, overall, the trailer looked it looked cool. I mean, yeah, I saw Ghost in the Shell, and not you know, knowing a little bit about Ghost in the Shell itself, I hated it. I did not like that movie at all. So when you compare this to Ghost in the Shell, that kind of hurt me because I'm like that movie sucked so bad. I don't want this movie to start. Yeah, the talent behind the scenes is really good, also. I mean, Robert Rodriguez yeah, can be is. a good director when he gives a shit about a, a project. When he's not making, and when he's not making movies for kids. <laughs> yeah, or the Spy Kids movies. But um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and he brought it up too. I mean, you have a star-studded cast, and you know, I hope this movie is really good. But, and like. Showing and you know going back and seeing previous examples, and uh, movies, live action movies based on animes usually suck because you're taking forty to sixty episodes and you have to crush it down to about two and a half hours. That does not work because you're leaving so many, like so much characters out, and you. Leaving so many plot points. It's kind of what kind of the problem I had with um, Death Note on Netflix. I enjoyed the movie for what it was, and as a you know, I kind of because I've watched all the episodes of Death Note and really separating my my fanboy self from the my movie stuff. It was a fun movie, but then you go back and watch the anime, you're like they leave out so much of the you know the lore and the characters, and I hope that. This doesn't do it, and I hope that overall this is a very good movie based on an anime. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah, I'm, dang, I'm, yeah, it, it is hard. It's like when you're adapting like a cartoon for live action, like or like a or like a series, or yeah, or just comic in general. It's anime, hard to cram all that. Sorry, uh, anime is actually different because it's one long story, and you gotta like. 
you gotta mesh that down into a certain you know time where in reality like the ongoing stories stay for 60 episodes and break it up into se you know seasons where it just continuously flows into one and another that's hard to, to do in like a two-hour movie yeah, and like as someone who's not a big fan of anime in general, this looks, I think this looks actually kind of, it's well, it's kind of sweet. You need to I check out like Death the robot. Note. The robots are cool. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll check out Death Note. I think it looks kind of, I like it kind of sweet. I like robots. I like sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Uh, I like I, like, I do like the cast. I love Christoph Waltz. <laughs> I love Jennifer Connelly. Mahershala Ali's in this movie, and he actually plays two parts. So I kind of want to watch to find out what his other part is. <laughs> He's Cottonmouth and uh, what was it? Leatherhead, or something like that. Leatherhead. Uh, his name is Vector in this movie, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 hopefully optimistic because I and also I love Robert Rodriguez as a director. I think he's a really talented dude. Uh, I hope it's good, but uh, yeah, you're right. Anime to the live action adaptations don't always go over very well, so no. we'll have to see how this one goes. All right, let's go into our next story. Let's tackle let's tackle DC for it because we have a few we have a few in that one. All right, all right. So we'll we'll do this one first. Uh, so apparently Superman. Uh, so there's some scenes cut from Justice League that were being talked about. Actually, Superman in a, there was a scene filmed with Superman in a black suit. This was confirmed by the cinematographer of this of uh, the movie. He also said that uh, there was a scene in one of the trailers where to I mean we didn't see who was talking about, but you, who's talking to? But you know he's talking to Superman. He's like, let's arrive in time. Yeah, that was one of his favorite scenes to shoot. <laughs> so yeah, apparently there was a lot that ended up actually on the cutting room floor. Uh, Hunter. What do you got to say about this? Um, back on the Justice League topic again, I wish they wouldn't have cut stuff out. And I wish that we had a three-hour Justice League movie, but hopefully we get a Zack Snyder cut of the Blu-ray in the movie, and the DVD or whatever, because I'll buy that one. Because while I, I still proclaim that I enjoyed Justice League and I had fun with Justice League, like, the theater version, to me, it doesn't... It's not like BBS where, you know, the, the theater version was so jumbled up and the parts here should be taken out. Justice League as its own does work as a movie for me. Just, you know, the fun factor. But the Zack Snyder three-hour version has so much stuff in there that I want to see. Like, more stuff with the Green Lions, the Superman black suit, the appearance of Dark Side. You know, uh, seeing Iris West and Barry Allen, you know, just there's so much stuff that I do want to see in the Justice League movie that I hope we do get a three-hour cut of the movie. And I think I think there's something there should like I people know me people walk from a review on my channel know I I thought Justice League was a mixed bag overall. It was just I thought overall you know it balanced it out. Where it was just fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't awful. It was just fine. But I do think that you did need more time in that movie. And, you know, but I, I don't think you need to keep everything. Like, uh, we'll talk about, we'll we talk about it later in a second, but Ryan Johnson said that when he was cu cu cutting Last Jedi, some of his favorite, some of his favorite scenes in the movie actually got cut 
being the best movie. And I don't know if these scenes serve the movie, serve the plot, serve the movie at all. <clears throat> but if they if they didn't, I think they were okay to cut. I mean, I don't think it would have changed changed the movie at all. But I think it would have been a good cut. Yeah, I think I think you're right. If they if these were, you know, integral to the plot, kind of like with BBS, I don't think you should have cut them. Yeah, I don't think either. I think if anything needed to be two hours and forty five minutes, needs to be three hours. It needs to be Justice League. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get. Maybe. Even that? though, like the the first Avengers was only like what two hours and something. It was, it was like two hours twenty minutes. Yeah, make it like around the two and a half hour to the two forty five, you know, hour mark, and you'll be good. <clears throat> No, totally. <laughs> yeah, I think that was. I think yeah, you add like thirty minutes to that movie. You know, flesh out some, flesh out some storylines. Give plenty, put some scenes back in. That that probably would turn out better for you. Yeah. Which, which would have not led to as many shakeups as you had to do, which brings us to our next story. Nice segue. DC has to go through some. Thank you. DC after Justice League has apparently gone through some shakeups. Variety did a piece this week, which is actually very fascinating. You should go read. Uh, they, DC has some shakeups going this week. So first of all, the DC Films co-president and co-chairman John Berg, he, he has left the position. He is not heading up these films anymore. Someone who is also not heading up these films, Jeff Johns. He has been demoted. He is no longer in charge. He's no longer spearheading the films division. He's focusing on and comic books now, which I think that's a good place for him because yeah. I, he's not a creative consultant, but he's not spearheading yeah. the operation anymore. Which why was he spearheading? Why was he spearheading the operation to begin with? He knew nothing about film production. He yeah, like he has no pri- he had no prior film experience, or at least not that I know of. Yeah, I don't. I, if you're looking at someone who's the head of the production, he, I don't think he was the best choice. Also, uh, another thing, D, uh, DC film will not operate, will not will be less independent from Warner Brothers. So, DC film was really just another building on the Warner Brothers lots and building now because it can't function very well autonomously as their pre-performances have shown. Uh, there's also some uh, some th- other things that they revealed. First of all, uh, WB the, the higher ups at WB actually didn't want Snyder. That was a decision that was made independent of them, which we kind of already knew about, but it's really good for the confirmation. And also, according to this piece, Affleck will not be Matt Reeves' The Batman, as it currently looking for younger actors, which means it might take place in a different time period. All right, so what do you make of all this? Let's start with the uh, you know Jeff Johns and the uh, co-chairman John Berg being out. What do you have to say about all this? About that? About those things? Um, about the Jeff Johns things, I do agree that Jeff Johns is a great comic book writer, and he knows how to tell a really great story, but he doesn't know about the film productions. So I feel like, you know, I am. People are calling this a demotion. No, it's not. It's not a demotion at all. It's where I feel like Jeff Johns deserves to be on, working on the TV stuff. You know, working on the comic books, giving us great comic book stories and comic book characters. So this is not a demotion at all. This is, I feel like, 
where he needs to be. <clears throat> and on uh yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay, I'm about to say, uh, I was wrong. Jeff Johnson does have some prior film experience before the DCU. You want to know what it is? Uh, I, I kind of don't, but I kind of do. He was, he was co-producer and creative consultant for 2011's <laughs> Green Lantern. Yeah. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Knives versus Catwoman. I was hoping you wouldn't say Catwoman. No, it's not. Like, like I said, he's, he's still he's still being creative consultant, and he's actually like a lot of things he's co-wrote. He's co-written like he co-wrote the story with uh, for Aquaman with James Wan. He yeah. co-wrote the story for Green Lantern Corps. He co-wrote the story for Wonder Woman Two. He's on board. He just he's just not heading up the productions anymore. Yeah, and who's the the, the head up at DC? His name is what? Oh, uh, his name was John Burke. He's not head, he's not heading up the division anymore. Well, I think that's a. I'm not sure to think about that. I mean, after, you know, just being, you know, pretty much slammed by critics and just like not making money, I can kind of understand why they let him go. Especially if the rumors, which I'm, we now know is true, that they kept Zack Snyder on there without the studio, without WB knowing. <coughs> That's a... um. Something that you shouldn't do, especially if WB didn't want Zach to begin with. Well, it's not, it's not, that, it's not that they didn't know. It's not that they didn't know. They just, they just didn't want. They, they didn't want him. And they, like, there's a big clash between whether or not they want to keep Snyder on board. But by the time they, by the time like, like it was, it was a really high. They didn't want Snyder. They didn't want Snyder back. But by the time they couldn't decision, Snyder was already on board. The movie was already. The movie was already in production. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can understand why he's gone and. Like, hopefully this shakeup and them are are we going into them uh, immigrating into Warner Brothers and DC together? Uh, yeah, like it's yeah they're, they're going to be operating less autonomously. Okay, I mean I like that, but I'm also afraid that nothing's going to change. That the higher ups of, of Warner Brothers are just going to metal and mess up the movies anyway right but like you know you you, you can like fix you can they can fix things like during like production of the movie like make, make it a little more coherent that's what i'm saying yeah they're pretty much I doing understand, like why i understand why they're, they're doing this because like looking at this now uh so the the domestic box office of justice league is now 212 million dollars that means it took them almost what um, almost three weeks, three two weeks to get to what the Avengers did in a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's just I hope this, I hope this, um, the shakeup and this, you know, them coming together. I hope this means good things. For Warner Brothers in DC, because as you guys know, I am a fan of the DCU. Whether that makes me liked or not, I don't care. I love those movies. Suicide Squad was the weakest, but you know, whatever. I like. I had fun with that movie, but I want them to have great movies like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was a great movie. That was that. Like, why can't you do movies more like that? 
where you build your characters and you really make a good script and a good story, you don't have all these production problems and shit like that. I hope that this shakeup really does give up kick to the ass of Warner Brothers in DC and really get some going with their new universe. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. All right, so uh, now we have we have another news from, from uh, DC. Mm. So they just had a Comic Con in, I believe, Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they just announced uh, they just announced their movie slates. <laughs> missed that that were missing from the slate. So uh, this was yeah, this was in Brazil. Uh, movies they announced. Were uh, of course Wonder Woman two, which is currently slated for a 2019 release, Aquaman current for a December 2018 release, and other projects announced for the slate. Point Suicide Squad two, Shazam, Batgirl, Green Lantern Corps, and the Batman, and also Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark. Yeah. So, uh, also projects that were were not in SB development: uh, Cyborg, Deadshot, Deathstroke, Gotham City Sirens, Harley Quinn, the Joker and Harley Quinn movie, uh, Nightwing, and the Joker origin movie, which was being produced by Martin Scorsese. All of those were not talked about during this. So, the Black oh. also also the Black Adam movie from uh, The Rock. Give me one second. Let me bring up the um, – I found a picture that has all of the uh, the movie slates on it. Let me pull that up real quick. Okay. Magic of Life, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Magic of Life. Oh, yes. Gotta <laughs> love it. Gotta love it. Uh, so I'll speak to I'll speak to this slate while you're doing that. Um, I mean, pretty pretty. The okay, the biggest surprise for me out of this slate are um, Justice League Dark and really Batgirl. Batgirl is a surprise to me, and also a big surprise to me that's missing. Uh, no ma no mention of a Man of Steel sequel, and no mention of a Justice League sequel, which it kind of tells it kind of tells me that Warner Brothers knows that. You know they're gonna have to re they're gonna have to do a lot of a lot of retooling before they go mess with Justice League again. I mean they're, they're letting the dark Justice League get again before this before the you know the real Justice League. Yeah. All right. So I couldn't find it, but um, yeah, I agree. Justice League Dark does seem like a weird one, but I'm kind of excited for it. I'm kind of excited for a, a DC horror poor take on the Justice League with, you know, people like, um, if I can remember the entire crowd, probably can't. Um, Constantine, Constantine, you got Constantine, you got Swamp Thing, you got Constantine. Zatanna, Deadman, and uh, Etrigan, the Demon. Damn, look at you, Chance. Yeah, I read Justice League Dark. <laughs> so I'm kind of excited because, like, Marvel and Fox are doing that New Mutants. That's going to be, like, based on that horror comic. And we saw the trailer for that. And now, you know, Justice League Dark could be the exact same way. 
make it more horror, more tense wise, and also play, play around with like the magic and stuff like that. I feel like you could have a really good movie if you do it correctly. From I promise you, if New Mutants comes out and it's a hit, they're gonna move, go full steam ahead with Justice League Dark. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, actually, if we have we talked about Marvel news yet? Huh? Not yet. Not yet. I um I do want to add one to the list that I think we didn't talk about yet. That's based on the Marvel. Okay. And it's the um Okay. It's the uh the Venom production posters. Oh, okay. Alright. And I have that screened up right now if you want me to go ahead and show them. We can go right into that. Uh yeah, we can go uh, yeah, that was, that was the last part of the DC news. Huh? I guess I guess screw the rest of the DC of the DC slate. Well, I mean, we already talked about him. I mean, before we get to that, I gotta say, Cyborg was not mentioned, which is strange to me because he seemed like an inter- he seemed like he's gonna be an integral part of this universe, and that's that's a movie that was actually originally announced when they did the uh, you know when they did their initial announcement back in I believe 2014. Yeah. That he's he seemingly absent, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> It does seem kind of weird that they would just like ignore the cyborg movie, but again, like the Green Lantern Corps, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Just League Dark, I'm really intrigued about. I'm gonna say more intrigued. Can't wait for Matt Reeves' Batman movie because that's just gonna be awesome. Um, I hope that we get one of these movies real soon. Cause now Aquaman's next year, next December, uh, November. Yeah. So yeah, next November. No, no, no next December. December. Oh, next December. And uh, James Wan directing, such a great director. Super excited for Aquaman to see, cause he was one of my favorite characters in, or favorite new characters in Justice League was Aquaman. So, um, excited for that one. Again, the the weird one does stand out as you know the Justice League Dark movie because that was out of left field. Because if you remember back in like I think two thousand eight, two thousand nine, there was talks of doing a uh, Justice League Dark movie with uh, Del Toro. Yeah, with Del Toro directing. So I'm glad they're going back to it, but I mean I'm not even sure if these are, you know. Yeah, it's, it's probably been off and on for a while. Like Del Toro was gonna do it, then he then he left, and Doug Liman was actually gonna do it, but then he left the project. Uh, uh, I'm curious to see where they go, with Justice League Dark, because I do I do like that squad of heroes, and I do think it could be a very interesting movie. Uh, watch the Justice League Dark animated animated movie; it's actually really good. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's all we got. All right, we can go straight into Marvel news. So uh, yeah, why don't you queue up that uh, Venom that Venom production? Alright, uh, fair warning. Alright, so. Here's the, um, cool looking artwork right there, which I just think that looks awesome. Hmm. So we go down, we get the same, exact same thing, and then the, the tagline, which We is are Venom. Hashtag Venom. We solidarity. We are Venom. Well, if you guys know the, the Venom character, 
all the stuff he begins with is we are, you know, instead of yeah. I, it's we are Venom. Because it's two personalities. Yeah, exactly. Because it's two personalities. But yeah, that, that, that just that just seems like a strange tagline. But uh, as far as the poster goes, it looks like traditional Venom. I mean, it looks kind of, it, look, it doesn't look like the advertising, the movie it looks like the advertising, like the Venom cartoon. But yeah. uh, I think I'm interested in this movie. I'm not, I'm not, it's not like super high on my anticipated list, but I'm, in, I'm at least interested to see what and they do. This is actually one of my anticipated movies because of how unique the idea is. Because, you know, Venom is really somebody who should have gotten, who, who should have got a great, you know, big screen debut, but got completely ruined in Spider-Man 3. And the fact that they're like, we're going to revisit this Venom character, and you no, know, he's going to have his own standalone movie. Man, I'm excited for this, because Venom was always like, you know, it was Eddie Brock, he was, you know, the killer, you know, he was more of the psychopath, evil guy. Then it moved on to, I believe, Flash Thompson, which he loved Spider-Man, so he became Agent Venom, and then, <clears throat> which is kind of interesting, because I'm not sure which one we're getting here. I'm not sure. It's Eddie Brock. We're getting the Eddie Brock one? Again, though, yes. it's like, how are you going to make a movie where your main, your main antagonist is the villain? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, and unless, you, know, you all know my stance on villain movies. Unless they go real crazy, make it rated R, and make the main villain Carnage. You have to bring Car. I think you have to bring Carnage in. You do, but you do, but yeah, you know, I think if you buy in this whole story, I'll be impressed. But as of right now, I, I'm interested, not excited, but I'm interested. <clears throat> and I mean, Tom Hardy is Venom. I mean, that's. Dude's a great actor, so I know he can carry yeah. it. All right, so uh, only start from the MCU we have today. Uh, Alice Eve, who you may recognize from Star Trek In the Darkness, people like Carol Marcus in that movie, she has joined the cast of Iron Fist Season 2. Uh, I'm sorry, I laugh about this because Iron Fist is a joke. Oh. Yeah, uh, okay, so uh, let me just start by saying, uh, I tried watching Iron Fist. I really did. Uh, I powered the first six episodes. Then I'm just like, this sucks. I watched I watched the drug master scene from the end of episode like seven or nine. Then I watched the last episode. I'm like, oh, I could have just watched the first one and the last one, and nothing and nothing mattered. So, uh, really, you can put you can put anybody into this. I'm not looking forward to, to another season of Iron Fist because I feel like. It feels like they're trying to shove like shove Iron Fist down our throats. I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't like, the, I don't like the character. I don't like the actor. Hopefully they re, they redo it. They they because they switch up showrunners. Not Scott Buck running this time. It's somebody else. But I want them to succeed. I just don't care about a second season of Iron Fist. Ooh, so, yeah. Hunter, anything you got to add to that? I'm in the. Uh... I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I I don't hate Iron Fist as much as much as most people do, but it is the weakest of the 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 four. Um, 
I'm not interested in, in, in a second season, probably because I didn't finish the first season. That tells me that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't even know the actress, so I can't really say, oh, is she talented, but... No, she she is she is talented. I'll vouch for her. She is she is a talented actress. Well again, I mean I don't know, like I just don't care. I'm in that, that boat where like um, yeah. I'd rather uh, see let's, let's, let's Jessica not talk Jones. Jones. Let's not talk about this because Yeah, well Jessica Jones is happening. I forgot to mention that. We did get a teaser for Jessica Jones at a release date, but we're gonna release in March of next year, so Okay, sweet. Because that was actually my second favorite of the, the four. What was your first? Oh, was your, was your first Daredevil? Daredevil season one and two, and then Jessica Jones that's, was a close second. That's what I thought. Okay. And then Luke Cage. Uh, so, Even though Luke right. Cage had a, had a terrible half season, but well, so, well, suck it. Luke Cage is awesome. We're gonna stop talking about Iron Fist because he sucks. All right. So uh, our next thing uh, you have, you have some images, some images, images queued up. Uh, we got some images released for X Men Dark Phoenix. Let me uh, let me key those up for you. Cue I got them. I just gotta. Yeah, I know. I know you have. You just gotta put them up. You gotta put them on the screen. All right, boss man. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. There they are. All right. So we got something in space. And we got uh, Jean Grey in the rain. This All right, here's the, vil- here's the villain. Uh, I'm trying to look up her name, but she's played by Jessica Chastain. She's described, described as, like, uh, the ruler of some nation. Can't remember what, but I don't know I don't know why she's here. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll make us buy into that. Somebody, All right. Somebody brought up now, on Twitter. They were yeah. like, why is um uh what's her name storm like uh, under an, an umbrella when she can control the weather why is what why is storm using an umbrella when she controls the weather that is storm and why is it raining when it's totally sunny outside <laughs> oh, this is stupid oh, this is stupid all right keep going <laughs> Well, hold on. first of all, before we go up, is I'm pretty sure this is this is gotta be a funeral, right? What it looks like. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Uh, keep going down. Speaking uh, of, here we go, Mrs. 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 I don't give a shit. So why should you? Yep. Uh, yeah, even her, even in this picture, she looks bored. She's just like I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like. Like that, that looks like a funeral scene. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Mystique. I'm pretty sure this is gonna be Mystique's last movie. She's gonna bite the bullet. She's gonna put Jennifer Lawrence out of her misery. Probably. All right. Uh, we got Simon, the director of this film, Simon Kinberg, talking to Michael Fassbender, who's is also back in this movie. Fassbender. Yep. And oh, is that it? I thought we had one more. I thought we had one more too. Hold on. Guess what? Guess what? We had another one. Me too. It was a. Uh, I think. Picture of her on fire, right? Yeah. Hold 
Stop. I believe it was this one, right? Here we go. We have pictures of Jean Grey on fire, which I'll admit it's a cool effect. Yeah, it's a very cool effect. And the only thing I can say is this one better be, or it definitely needs to be better than X3. Yeah. Because that shit was bad. Oh, yeah. But overall, I mean, like, oops, we're not supposed to see that right now. Yep, oh, well, you already know what our next story is going to be. <laughs> um, but I mean, overall, the, the photos that we saw, I enjoyed them. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jean Grey looks incredible. The Dark Phoenix hopefully is good. Um, you know, Fossbender's coming back. Uh, I believe James McAvoy's come back also, is what I read. Yeah, McAvoy's coming back. Fossbender's coming back. Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt. Um, Damn. Everybody from uh, The Last Apocalypse. Olivia Munn is coming back as Psylocke. Hopefully, she'll actually get to stay in the entire movie. Um, Evan Peters is coming back. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, Chast Jessica Chastain. I, I thought she was going to be a dictator of a nation. I was wrong. Uh, according to according to this, she's actually playing a mysterious alien shape-shifting abilities. So she's Mystique's sister. Or Let's go with that. Yeah, uh, it's going to be the director of debut, Simon oh. Kinberg, who has been a producer on this entire series. So pressure's on, dude. One thing I do hope is that they go kind of the Fantastic Four comic origins is where, like, the Dark Phoenix comes from, you know, whatever happens in outer space. There are shots of outer space in this movie. Yep. So I kind of hope, like, that is what leads to her unlocking the Dark Phoenix power. I mean, at the end of Apocalypse, we did see her, you know, call on the Phoenix, but not the Dark Phoenix. Was two completely different entities. Right. So I hope that they tie that in with each other. But overall, like I'm the only thing that I'm kind of worried about is which will actually turn into um, our next topic, which I think we're we're still talking about this, right? Uh yeah, we, we can talk about it. Is that pretty much it's a guarantee that X-Men and Fantastic Four are going back to Marvel. Because if you guys don't know, <clears throat> in the contract to lend or to give Fox the movie rights to the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, in the contract it does say that these the uh like these movie contracts or the the X-Men and Fantastic Four are like they can't be sold anywhere else. You can't sell them off to Universal. You can't sell them off to Lionsgate. If you sell your your movie division, like Fox is planning on doing, the rights go back to Marvel. My only issue, and this does tie in with Dark Phoenix, is Fox has three, three X-Men movies coming out next year. I'm afraid we're not going to get any of them. I mean, they can't, they can't, they can't like not, they can't not release them. They've already, they've already pretty much, they pretty much already shot them all and done it. Like New Mutants, New Mutants already shots, Deadpool's already shot. It's in the middle of shooting, but that'll be done very soon. Like but, you can't just, you can't just not, you can't just not release this movie because that's literally million, that'd be millions of dollars down the drain. 
Yeah, but you got to think, like, Marvel's not going to let Deadpool 2 come out, especially if it's still under the radar and they're trying to put it under the name. I won't release it under their studio banner, but I think they can release it. But the thing is, they don't own the Fox name. They're just right. owning the movie rights. So pretty much, like, Fox still owns his name, so you can't use the Fox name under Deadpool if you get the rights back. It's they probably, literally they probably like, but like they can like just make a new production name, just call it something else. They could, but most uh, most people want the X Men in the MCU, and if you put them inside the MCU, one, you're gonna get, you know, an overload on characters, yeah. and two. You're not gonna be able to get stuff like Logan, Deadpool, you know, even the, the dark, your like the radar type stuff under Disney. That's the whole point I'm thinking about. Is like you could separate them, and you know that actually wouldn't be a bad idea. As, Ken, as John Kennedy brought up, he was like, "Why don't you just like make a separate universe and keep your Deadpool?" Yeah, yes, you could. And if you wanted to, you can bring over the Fantastic Four. Because that's only, what, four characters and their villains? And, and you can use the villains in other Marvel, in, um, you know, Avengers movies or whatever. You can incorporate the Fantastic Four. But keep the X-Men in its separate universe. So you can start doing, you know, you can do the R-rated Deadpool movies. Or you can do, you know, whatever you, it that you wanted to do. And Ryan Reynolds actually brought up, a, he tweeted out, he was like, uh, Marvel to buy Fox. What the freak's gonna happen to Deadpool now? Oh yeah, what the what the how the fudge does this affect Deadpool? Yeah, how the fudge is this gonna affect Deadpool? That's funny. But yeah, so pretty much it's a guarantee that X Men is going up going back over to Marvel. Unless in that one percent chance that Fox doesn't sell off their their whole division, which they are because they're looking for buyers right now. Then it's pretty much a matter of time before X Men and Fantastic Four come over to Disney Marvel. I mean, pretty, I mean, pretty much. I'm, I think it'll happen eventually, just maybe not in the next few years. Oh, uh, this is the last story. This is the last story in, in the old Marvel. Uh, a new trailer for the animated Spider-Man movie from Sony and Sony Pictures Animation. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You don't know a lot of plot details about this movie, but this will revolve around Miles Morales, who I refer to him as the Black Spider-Man. He's have you, you seen this trailer? What do you think Mexican. about it? Yeah, he's 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 a, he's Puerto Rican. He's not Mexican. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do you think of this trailer? I'm trying to see if I'm trying to see who the voice of. Miles Morales is the voice of Miles Morales is Sh is Shamik Moore. He was in Dope. He was in the Get Down for Netflix. Okay, so it's not the uh, guy. I think it was. It was. It's not okay. Donald Glover. It's not Donald Glover. That's what I thought it was gonna be. I was like, that'd be kind of funny if it was. I, I yeah, it would have been interesting, but no, it's not gonna be Donald Glover. But in this opening teaser, it took a minute for my my eyes to kind of get used to the new animation style they're using, which is like um, animation CGI hybrid almost. It's like, yeah, it, looks like, it looks like stop motion, kind of. 
yeah, it was a kind of weird because I wasn't expecting that from this movie. I was thinking, oh, you know, anime, you know, an animated movie. But they're co- kind of going more CG animated, which I don't have a problem with. It's just your eyes have to take a minute to, you know, digest what you're seeing. But overall, I mean, we didn't get, we didn't see so much in this in this trailer. It was really your Spider Man like. It's Miles Morales just swinging throughout the city. Yeah, you saw really a, a shot of the suit, which looks awesome. And then at the end, you see him talking to who I presume is Peter Parker. But when he asked uh, how many are there or how many of us are there? Yeah, it feels like they're going to deal with like the the, multi, the Spider-Man multiverse, which means like we could get different Spider-Man. We can get Ben Riley in this movie. We can get we can. There are a bunch of possibilities. It kind of reminds yeah. me. I'm not sure if you've seen uh, the show uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. It's kind of like the episode. Um, I think it was also called uh, Into the Spider-Verse, where they just bring in all the Spider-Men from the different Spider-Verses. That's kind of oh, what yeah, totally. this movie reminds me of. No, exactly. And also, I lost my train of thought. And also, like this, this is very, it's very like. It's it's different. It's a different style of animation because like some of it looks like really slick, and some of it looks like very like artistically choppy. It looks choppy. Yeah. But I think that's an artistic choice. At least I hope it is big, or maybe it's just not done. Who knows? Yeah. It looks like a different. It looks like a different style of animation than I, what I thought it would be. Which I like that. And there's some shots in this trailer that look exactly like a comic book. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying like it's a bad thing. I'm saying like, you know, I wasn't expecting it, so it took me a, a minute to be like, oh okay, this is what we're going for. And that's our guys the trailer a little bit. It does look awesome. It does look slick. There are moments where you can tell it's really choppy. I mean, just to me, but like some of the the CG animation they tried to go with didn't work correctly. In some points, it looked very, very yeah. grainy, very choppy. But uh, you know, it's very. It was noticeable to me, but I don't think you know people on YouTube watching it will probably even notice it. No, yeah, and like also you can get like different, you can get like different spot. It looks like they're gonna do a bunch of different Spider-Man. Like you can have Ben Ryan's movie, you can have Maddie Franklin's movie, you can have Gwen Stacy. Uh, uh, yeah, you got Spider Gwen's movie. There's, there's there's a ton of directions you can go. So I'm like I'm looking forward to this movie. And yeah, this trailer, the trailer really just gives you a sense of tone and the animation. Uh-huh. I think it looks, I think it looks cool. Yeah, I do too. Uh, so now our our final one. Alright. So first of all, so Ryan Johnson was talking about his new Star Wars trilogy, which he is developing on the Lucasfilm banner. And you know, if you saw somebody asked him about the Knights of the Old Republic video game, which he said he was a fan of, he said he played a lot of, but he said that his his new trilogy of that game. So, uh, what do you what do you make of, What do you make of this, Hunter? Um, as you guys know, my dreams are crushed now because I came on here talking about the new trilogy. I was like, oh, you know, nice old Knights of the Old Republic, and then he was just like, no, here on YouTube, we're not doing it. Well, hold on. It, it, could, it could be. He, he said it wouldn't be an addition to the game. He said it could, it could still be an, an old Republic story. Yeah, true. Um, you know, I didn't expect him to do it, but whatever Ryan Johnson decides to do with the Star Wars, his new Star Wars trilogy, 
I'll be excited for. Because especially on the reviews that we've gotten from Star Wars Last Jedi, man, I'm excited for this one. That, that well, segue? Yeah. That segue? Well, no, you, you, screwed up, you screwed up my segue. God damn you, Hunter. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I trust Ryan Johnson implicitly, especially with the reactions that Last Jedi is getting. And speaking <laughs> of reactions, uh, <laughs> you still so Last, did it. Last Jedi just had their premiere. You still and, did it. Uh, they actually got. We got some Twitter reactions. So how on that Twitter machine. On that Twitter machine. On the on the Twitter box. On the Twitter box. The Twitter box. All right, All right, here we so go. We got one from Jenna Bush. Jenna Bush. Jenna Bush. There aren't enough words to express how much I loved hashtag Star Wars hashtag Bless Jedi. It's mind blowing. I'm in geek heaven, and she has a photo. For us to see, look at that photo, goodness. Ryan Parker, it's amazing, just amazing. Have a lot to process, but wow, hashtag Last Jedi. Last Jedi is so. Uh, all right, hold on. Beautifully human, powerless and funny and surprising. I cried when one POC heroine got her moment because films like this leave their mark on an entire generation and represent matter. And then, of course, BB-8 rolls out to the premiere. Look at that. Roll, rolling with the homies. Rolling, rolling. The Last Jedi is incredible. Characters at the forefront. Amazing action. So, so, so much emotional payoff. Decades in the making. I will be watching this one a lot. Maybe I should start saying the names and then saying it. That'd probably be a good idea. <laughs> Josh Horowitz says, The Last Jedi has more goosebumps moments than any Star Wars movie I can remember. I was grinning... For most of the two and a half hours, a worthy and great Star Wars film. The franchise is in the great hands. Kudos to at Ryan Johnson. And then we'll just we'll go ahead and skip down a little bit. Eric Davis said, uh, hashtag The Last Jedi is absolutely fantastic, gripping, touching, funny, and powerful with gorgeous shots and the most badass battles. Badass battles. When it gets going, holy crap. It gets going. Hands down, the best Star Wars movie since Empire. You want to stop there or read some more? Uh, is, see, is, let's see if Perry's is on here. Like, I don't think Perry's on here. You know, Robert says right. I have one more for Last Jedi that I'm believed to share. Luke! Luke! I am not your father. All right. Well, yeah, that was the reaction of The Last Jedi. And people are hating it. Oh my God, those reviews. You see those? Oh my God. Yeah, uh, as opposed to Justice League, which had uh, you know reviews saying like it's fun, it's not, it's okay. This is just like holy shit. This movie is amazing. Now it's it's, it's still important to manage expectations. Like I'm seeing it this coming Friday, and I'm really excited about it. But at the same time, like I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying not to hide myself up too much, but this this is a really good sign. Yeah, it is, and I'm not going to take away anything for people who get overexcited. But to me, I'm excited for Star Wars: Last Jedi. I've watched all the movies in, in preparation for this, but it also I keep my my hype level about about medium for any movie because I know if I go out, you know, if I go way too high on my excitement. That I'll stop yeah. nitpicking stuff, but 
these reactions are absolutely what I thought they would be. But that's not a bad thing. I mean, people are loving it. Critics are loving it. So that's a very good sign. No, exactly. All right, so is that all our, our movie news for today? I believe that's it. Holy shit, there was a long episode. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for joining us tonight on Nerd News. Uh, Chance, you want to go ahead and plug your uh, your channels real quick? Uh, yeah, Full Metal Trivia and my YouTube channel, Chance the Critic. All right, all right. Um, and if you guys enjoy Nerd News or our trivia battles or our reviews, Hit that like button. Subscribe to Film Nerd TV. Check out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Film Nerd TV. I'm Hunter. I'm a Film Nerd. I'll see you guys soon. Peace.